we feel like America's most wanted. We feel like we 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 got we got to lay low for the next half an hour. So we pull the blinds, draw the curtains, switch off all the lights, so nobody knew that we were in. Yeah. We got away with it. Don't let anyone know we're in here eating pizza, ice cream, profiteroles. Because uh, it might boot off the door and then we're all getting 30. Okay, welcome back to uh, the Cool Story Bro podcast with myself, Kazim Jamal. Big thank you to everyone that... Um, went and listened to the first episode obviously there I was trying to um you know dabble in um subscriptions and things like that man like Spotify came out with this new thing where people could subscribe to your page on Spotify and try and make some revenue that way um but none of you um tight asses wanted to give me Two ninety nine. So what we're gonna do now, right, guys, is the podcast is free on Apple and on Spotify. Spotify is the only place where you will get the video uh, alongside with it. Um, okay, it's not going on YouTube um, for the time being. It's just sticking on Spotify, and um, the uh, audio will be on Spotify and Apple. What we do with the video in the future, I don't know, man. Shit. It's only episode two. Um, you know, uh, loads of different things will come into this podcast, man. Loads of different sections um, to the podcast. And obviously the meat of it will be the story. And uh, obviously the first story was quite a personal story, quite, um, you know, emotional and things like that. But obviously they're not all going to be like that. And uh, I'm actually trying to figure out, you know, what story I should tell today. Um, and uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. I don't know which story to tell because obviously the first one was, the first episode was, you know, quite personal, emotional, whatnot, whatnot. But this one, I want to be kind of like... You know, a bit more upbeat. Not necessarily in terms of like, oh, it's a happy story, but it's a bit more juicy. Juicy. Um, so, yeah. But I know I haven't got long because I don't want this to be uh, a long, uh, drawn-out uh, podcast. Um, what I can tell you guys is that I will be having guests. I will be having guests about... From about episode five onwards, I'll try and get some guests on. Now, those will be exclusive. Sip, sip, sip. They won't just be for the gen pop, man. They'll be for people that really uh, want to get involved with the movement. The movement. Um, so, yeah. Cool thing that you can do on Apple Podcasts, by the way, is you can create a channel and put loads of different things on that channel. Uh, Spotify, you need to do that as well. Um, so that we can start putting channels on and then people can have like their storytelling podcast and then they can have their football podcast and then if you produce shows other people that goes on there as well uh, whatever, whatever, whatever like if I was the producer of everything then obviously I would have Cool Story Bro 
Late Nights and Wet Wipes, which is another podcast uh, with me, myself, Darren Griffiths and Michael Akadiri. Three comedians, three baby daddies um, and three black men chatting about parenthood, fatherhood and everything in between. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. All right? Fuck them guys right now. Um, but uh, they're my good friends. Love you guys. Um, what, what story should I tell? Right, okay, I'm going to tell this story. A lot of these stories, by the way, I can't remember if I said this on the first episode, but a lot of these stories are stories that are already um, on stage. I'm, I'm, well, I might have told them on stage, or I plan to tell them on stage, but obviously, <clears throat> here, it doesn't come with the bells and whistles. It's just the story as it happened. If I think of something funny to say in the moment, then I'll say that funny thing. But... It's just the story. Some of these stories you might have heard on stage. If you're a supporter of mine, fan of mine, I don't really know what to call people that like my stuff. I don't like fans. I don't like fans. All oh, my fans. Supporters. You know what I mean? That's a bit... Maybe that's a bit more my style. You know, you support a football club, support me. Um, but yeah, that's another thing. You know, what should I call the people that mess with me what should I call you guys? I want us to be, I want us to be like a, like a extended family, you know. I want to be able to like put a post out and say I'm going to the shop, and does anyone need anything? And there might be someone yeah on my following that desperately needs milk and bread. Times are tough, and they say you know what I need milk and bread, bro. I'm gonna get you some milk and bread, or whatever, yeah. There might be a time when I say I'm at. X location. I'm at I'm at JD and Oxford Street. First person to meet me here gets a pair of trainers. I don't know. But extended family, man, kind of thing, you know? You support me, I support you. You know, if you buy tickets to my show and you say, you know what, I'm an artist and I've got a um art showing coming up on such and such a date, stick it in the diary. I'll be there, man. Hopefully. Uh so yeah. The story I'm gonna go with. Today, okay, is a story that I have told on stage, but I'm going to tell you the story just as uh, as uh, as it is. And the thing is, not everyone's going to want to come and see me do stand-up. Some people might be really enjoying this. So you might never have even got to hear this story, but I'm telling you the story now. So whether you come and see me in stand-up with all the jokes and all the, the razzle-dazzle and all the... You know, smoke and mirrors and the stage presence and the boom Or whether you just hear it here, which is still good and it's still um, fun and it's still a good story. Okay. So, do you know what? I will tell this story today because it's it's one of these people's, well, it's two of these people's birthday. Because uh, they're twins. Twinning. Um, I won't out their names because uh, I don't know if they want that kind of exposure so we will call them paul and pete okay paul and pete um they're twin brothers okay and i have a you know another person in the story is my you know my 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 blood my family man you know what i mean i'm about to say my bloodline we're not actually related but Blood couldn't make us any thicker, uh, you know. Obviously, as people get older and things like that, commitments and stuff, so we don't get to see each other as much as we normally did. But, you know, I know if he called me and he needed something and I could do it or vice versa, it would be done because we're brothers, man. Well, we say we're cousins. 
Um, but anyway, she spent Christmas at his house and that. You get me? Um, so this is a story, okay? I don't even know what year this is. But I'm in secondary school. Uh, Paul and Pete are the same age as me, but they're a year above because they're born in July. Like I said, it's their birthday today. Um, so quick, ha happy, happy birthday shout out to Paul and Pete. You know who you are. Um, so yeah. Uh, ah, what year is this story happening in? It does not a big deal. This is a big, big thing about storytelling as well. People get hung up on the details. The details aren't that important. Whether it happened on a Monday or Wednesday, whether it happened in 2009 or 2011, doesn't really matter. Unless, of course, that is an intricate detail. Like if, if, if it happened, you should tell a story about the Olympics, London Olympics. It had to happen in 2012 or whenever that was. Was it 2012 we had the Olympics? Okay. Um, by the way, if you're watching this on, on, on Spotify, I'm well aware I need a haircut. Um, I played football this morning as well. And stuff like that. Got, and stuff like that. Uh, and I got wanted to smash this out, so I ain't had a shower yet. So shut up, man. You don't, you don't pay my bills. You don't know me. Anyway, so I want to say this story happened around... So I left secondary school in 2010. So this had to have happened around 2008, 2009, which means I'm like 14, 15 kind of age, yeah? Anyway, so Paul and Pete live in Catford, okay? Those of you that don't know Catford, um, it's in the borough of Lewisham, all right? Which I have a strong connection and affinity towards because that place was my home for the first portion of my life until my mum decided we're getting out of here and moved me to an area with a bunch of white people and I stuck out like a sore thumb. But, you know, pros and cons. Pros and cons, pros and cons. If I had stayed in, in the borough of Lewisham, I might have got up to some um, very naughty things. Um, and I came to the area I live in now and uh, I still got up to naughty things. So, you know. Um, but they live in Catford. And they are... They're well-known brothers. Um, they're well-known brothers in the area, uh, you know, um, and they have an older brother who is uh, extremely well-known. Um, if those of you that remember the "Hands in the Air" video, uh, he's not on. He's not on the song, but he's in the video. Um, you know, so he is. He is. He is. Um, he is Lewisham uh, royalty. Um, you know, very nice, like, you know, uh, so we kind of, we kind of, we kind of had, I don't want to say protection in the end because, well, I, I mean, I didn't, um, obviously his brothers, you know, uh, but it was a name you could, it was a name you could pull out of a hat in a sticky situation and say, by the way, Get me like I know, do 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 do, or you would just lie and be like, X person is my is my cousin, you know, like I wouldn't. This could get long, and it could you know it could get you out of certain sticky situations. Um, so yeah, I go to their house, um, on a particular afternoon. Like their house was the link up spot. Like it was, it was um, it was Wolford Square. You get me? It was the Queen Vic of this is where, right, the link-ups happened. It happened at Paul and Pete's house, okay? Um, 
and they had a massive room. They don't, their room was massive. Um, so I walk in, and my cousin's there, who we will call, um, we will call him, we will call him Ravi, okay? We will call him Ravi, all right? So I walk in, and we're just doing normal stuff, man. We're just chit-chatting, having a good time. Remember, we're like 14, 15 Ravi's older than us. He's like, so he must be like 16, you know, 15, 16. We're like 13, 14. Um, and we're just chilling. We're just baking off. We're chilling. And we're young kids, right? We think we're big men at this time, but we're young kids. And do you know what we're doing? We're watching an EastEnders omnibus, right? There's a couple other um, Donnies in the room that I don't really know, but everyone's, it's, it's all kosher. It's all fine if you're in this room you're good you're nice you're blessed you know so we're talking chopping it up watching the eastenders omnibus when ravi randomly says um yo how much how much would it take for you to fornicate with heather from eastenders now if you don't know what Heather from EastEnders, if you don't know that character, um, just look it up. I'm not going to say anything bad. However, when I tell this joke on stage, I, uh, I pushed it. I pushed. I pushed the envelope. I pushed the envelope um, when I described this character. Uh, but it's all for a good purpose because there's a back end joke to it that makes the audience feel stupid. Um, he said, "How much would it take for you to fornicate with this particular character?" Now, from me saying that, you can tell, like, on the, like, the large majority of people in the room would probably think this person is, is not for them. I don't like to say people are ugly, by the way. I don't like to say people are ugly. I like to say, that's not my cup of tea, right? Um, because someone could turn around and be like, well, you're ugly, Uh it's all, it's all perception, isn't it? And that's very mean to say anyway. Uh, people say I'm a mean person. I'd say mean jokes. Whatever, that's on stage. I'm just telling a story right now. Um, you know? So, a lot of numbers are getting banded out. You know? 10 grand. 100 grand. 50 grand. You know? A million. You know, we just say numbers. That's how much it would take for us to do that with Heather from EastEnders. No one's even asked Heather from EastEnders if she would be be up for it, you know, if she was attracted to any of us. Um, she might not like. Well, first of all, most of us in that room were underage, so she would have been uh would have been illegal anyway. We didn't take that into consideration. But anyway, I digress. Then Ravi says, you know what, guys? I would do it for a box of chicken and chips and five and 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 a week and like um a, a, a mobile phone top up of five day pass now if you don't remember what five day pass is five day pass was an initiative that um t-mobile team t-mobile uh brought out uh where you would top up was it five pounds guys was it five pounds uh let me know in the comments 
Um, I think it was five pounds. You top to start with. You top up five pounds, and you'd get five days of free texts and calls to anyone on T-Mobile. It was either five or ten pounds. I think it was five pounds because I'm pretty sure it went to seven pound fifty, and then it went to ten pounds. It started. I'm sure it started at five pounds. Do you know what? I've got my laptop here in front of me. Let me just um, quickly figure out how much this thing was, man. Uh, you know, bear with me. Five, uh, five day pass T. All right, five day pass. Five day pass. Uh... Oh, shut up. Do they still do it? Oh, no, this article's from 2006. All right, this is the US, but it says $5 for five days. So I'm pretty sure it was the same over here. Oh yeah, unlimited calls and texts to other T-Mobile users, five pounds for five days. Right, I knew it, I knew it. Don't ever doubt yourself. Don't ever doubt yourself. Believe believe in your wave, man. Shout out to Triple, G, Triple J. Um, so yeah, he said he would do it for a box of chicken and chips and a free, a free top-up of five-day pass. So essentially, he would do it for a, a total package of about, back then, chicken and chips, what? You could get it for like £2.50. So he's looking at £7.50. £7.50, you know, anyone in the world, you know, Ravi, bruv, that's too much, that's too low of a, of a price you're putting on yourself there, my friend, you know, you're worth more than that, and, and I hope you know that, and I'm taking, like, I'm taking this time, big men now, I'm turning 30 soon, he's 31, you know, but I hope, you know, since then, in that 15 year period, 15, 16 year period, you found your worth, my friend, okay? You're worth more than chicken and chips and five-day pass. You're worth, you're worth a triple M burger and five-day pass. Okay, my friend? Don't let, don't let yourself ever forget that. Um, and everyone, when he said that, everyone was like, whoa, you dirtbag, that's nasty blood. Nah, nah, man, five-day pass and chicken and chips. Nah, man, nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. What? So he just chopped anything out here for a bit of food and texts and calls, bruv. Right? Um, so everything's going off, it's going off, it's going off because of what he said. Uh, and we're all laughing and joking. Um, by the way, Pete and... What did I call them? Pete and Bill. Pete and, Pete and Paul. Paul and Pete. Paul and Pete, only one of them's there. Right? So one's tall, one's short. So we'll call Paul, the tall one, and Pete, the short one even though he's not short anymore. Um, so Paul's not there. It's just Pete, okay? Paul walks in and just says, hey, you you guys, I'm hungry. Um, side note, because it's going to make sense in a minute, he's actually either qualified or is training as a chef in this moment of the story, okay? In, you know, in this time period. He's either training or he's qualified as a chef. So much so, we would go to the shop, like Tesco's or something, get a little meal deal, and he'll stand there for ages saying, why am I buying this? I could just make this. Why am I buying this? I could just make this. You know, proper flexing on us. Why am I buying this? I could just make this. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's chefing it up the legal way, and uh, he comes in and he says, you guys, I am hungry. We all looked at him like, but you're in your own house, so just go get something or go make something, can it? And he goes, 
no, nah, I want a pizza. And again, we were like, well, like, go buy one then, innit? And he was like, nah, I want a pizza, but I don't want to pay for it. And then that's when everyone's heads turned and was like, so what you trying to do? So what you trying to do, baby? You trying to steal one? You trying to steal a pizza? You crazy. I can't argue with you. You crazy. So we're all like, so what are you saying then, Paul? What are you saying? You trying to steal a pizza? He said, that's exactly what I'm saying. I want a pizza, but I don't want to pay for it. We said, cool. How are we doing this thing? And we came up with this really intricate plan, okay? So, if Paul and Pete's house is the first house on the road, okay, on road A, right? And then after Paul and Pete's house, there's five other houses and then just a random small block of flats. And then after the block of flats, just more rand just more houses, okay? That's what the road looks like. It's important important for the story, okay? Paul and Pete's house, it, this is not how the road looks, but just to make it as easy for you as possible. Paul and Pete's house is the first house on the road. After that, their neighbours goes one, two, three. Their one, it goes two, three, four, five. A random small block of flats, right? Then houses six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay? So the plan we made was, we were going to order two different orders two different orders we were going to send one of the orders to the very top of the flats okay this was all the stuff we didn't want so we just did a dummy call ravi made the call we just did a dummy call we said yeah large whatever pepperoni this that and a drink to flat 10b which we knew was at the very top, all right? Put the phone, put the phone down. Left it about two minutes. Called them back up, and then said, "Right, we gonna as diff different people." Okay, Ravi's still doing the call, but he's put on a different voice. Um, he said, "I would like to make an order," and we ordered it to like house six, seven, or eight, which was after the block of flats. Yeah. You following along? Paul and Pete's house is house number one. House two, three, four, five. Nothing to do with the plan, right? And then it goes a block of flats. We've ordered a pizza. We've ordered a pizza order that we didn't want to the very top, 10B, all right? We didn't want that. Now, after that, we've ordered a house. We've ordered as if we want it to come to house number six, seven, or eight after the block of flats. This is all the stuff we did want. We put... Ice cream in there, profiteroles, two drinks, four pizzas, garlic bread, wings, everything is going in there. Whatever you want, we were putting it in that order. Because our rationale was, there's no way they're going to send two drivers to make a delivery on the same road. They're going to send one driver, 100%. Okay? If not, they're dumber than dog shit because who sends out two men using two different tanks of petrol to do a delivery that by the way the pizza shop is at the other end of the road yeah 
They're on a side road. Their road leads to a main road. Okay. So just for the base of the story, imagine house minus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Main road, pizza shop. Right? They're on that other side. So that was our that was our thinking. And which and because of we knew which way they were gonna go, because they're right at the end of the road, they've got to come this way. It only makes sense for them to come this way. They're not gonna come from the opposite end of the road, okay? Because then they would have to go round the houses. Unless by some rat weird coincidence, someone else ordered a pizza that made more sense for them to go that way. But we just thought, no, 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 it's going to work this way. So there's only one way for them to come in that makes sense. So if they come in this way, they've got to do, they've got to do the drop off to the flat first. Because the, because the flat, the block of flats comes before house, let's just say it was house nine. It comes before, all right? So anyone with brain cells would go, I'm going to do this drop-off first, then do that drop-off, and then circle back and go back to the pizza shop. Okay? So, boom. They said it's going to be about 30 minutes. Say no more. After about 15 minutes, we go to the block of flats. And we all get divvied out um, jobs. We took a football. All right, two men over there kicking a the ball against the wall. One man over there on the phone. And you two, at the top of the road, look out for when he comes in. Give us a signal for when the driver comes in, right? I was a lookout. I was pissed about this. I didn't want to be a lookout, you know? I wanted to be in the midst of it. Taking pizzas out of the box. Everything. I wanted to be live and direct. I wanted to be in the middle of the mosh pit. But the job you get is the job you get. So me and another guy go to the top of the like block of flats entrance and wait to see the pizza guy right pizza guy turns up driving in we look down we go yeah whatever signal i can't remember whatever signal pulled our ear i don't know touched our nose you know and said he's coming in be on be on guard as he's pulled in now me and the other guy left it about 20 seconds then we started to walk in as we're walking in we can see the pizza guy walking to the top of the block of flats. We wait until he gets to the top, all right? The very top. As we've, as he's got to the very top, now I'm not a snitch. Somebody opened, doesn't even matter if, I'm, if I say, because they all got fake names, but somebody at the, somebody opened the motorbikes, you know, the box they have on the back to carry the food. Someone's opened that. And lo and behold, in the back was our order for house number nine that we dummied. Yeah, this was before, remember this is way back before paying online, just eat, pay before you deliver, all that stuff. You paid on the door with cash. All right, pizza men used to walk around with bum bags with coins in them and stuff like that, or change and stuff like that. Yeah. We've taken the stuff out and we've hopped over a wall that goes into a park, right? So behind all these houses on this strip of road, behind all these houses is a park, yeah? We've jumped over the wall and we are blowing out. We are running. You know when you're running so fast, yeah? All you can hear is wind in your ear. We're, we're ducking. 
families and everything in the park must have think we've just done real crime. Because, you know, Lucian Borough ain't no joke either. They must have thought we've done real crime. Something very, very bad. Just stolen a pizza. They don't know this. Until they see the pizza boxes in our hands and stuff like that. We're running, we're running, we're running because we know once we get out the entrance of this park, it loop, it comes out on a different side road that loops back around to Paul and Pete's house. As we're walking round, everyone's got their hood up. Ravi said, yo, look out for undies. Which, at the time, I didn't know, meant undercover police. He's just said, look out for undies. Uh... I'm not going to do the joke I have in the story because you got to come and see me on stage for that, yeah? He said, look out for undercover police. So we're looking at... Because I know I know CID, looking back in hindsight, Ravi, yeah? I know CID are really cracking down on the criminal underworld of pizza theft. They probably couldn't give a rat's ass. You know, I've been on my phone in the car in traffic. And all of a sudden, an unmarked car's lights have gone on. And I've been next to them on my phone. They don't care. They do not care. They're out for bigger fish. You know? So they definitely didn't care about us. The only way they would have cared about us is if they had suspected that um, we were carrying weapons or something like that. But there was no, there was no violence involved. There was nothing like that. And anyway, the response time's too slow. Like, we're right by the house. So we're walking back, walking back, get in the house. And for some reason, we feel like, you know, America's most wanted. We feel like we we got to lay low for the next half an hour. So we pull the blinds, draw the curtains, switch off all the lights. So nobody knew that we were in. You know, because obviously Trident were looking for us. We didn't know. We didn't know. Maybe we did. Maybe it just added to the romance of the event. Yeah, we got away with it. Don't let anyone know we're in here eating pizza, ice cream, profiteroles. Because uh, it might boot off the door and then we're all getting 30. We're eating this pizza, profiteroles, fizzy drink, ice cream, garlic bread, chicken wings, this, that, and the other. We're loving it. It's the, it's the best meal I've ever had. Because we worked for it. We came up with this plan. And we were the A-team. We pulled it off. Oceans... Something about six of us. Ocean six. Way before Ocean's Eleven. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what year that film it came out of. It was a real sense of accomplishment and the meal tasted amazing. And we loved it. And I was really gassed up about what we just achieved. So I said to the guys, hey, yo, next we should rob a bank or a post office. And I was being for real. 
They weren't on it. They weren't on it. Anyway, about a month goes by. We've linked up again at Paul and Pete's house. And we've tried to do it again. <laughs> we've tried to do it again. We've tried to do it again. You know how we, we criminals always return to the scene of the crime? We've tried to do it again. We couldn't just be happy that we did it once. We had to do it again. So first of all, we called them back up. Same exact blueprint. Ravi's on the phone. He's putting on what we would say is like his white voice. Hi, yeah, hi, hello. Um, want to order a pizza? Um, yep. Uh, do you deliver? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, great, 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 great. Um, Tarquin, what did you want again? Yeah, yeah, toppings. Yeah, what did you want? Um, so yeah. The pizza man has said, yo, we don't deliver there anymore. <laughs> we do not deliver there anymore. We're shook. Scared to look. Halfway crook. Has that, did that start again? Has that start again? You know what? We can do it because... Uh, not going on YouTube. Mob Deep. It's the infamous mob. M-O-B-B. -E. Can't be touched. Can't be CG. Introducing the new medium double cheeseburger saver meal deal. Oh, no. Just four seventy nine at oh. McDonald's. Fiddlesticks. Yo. Don't be like this ball, don't. Playing, but it's not yeah, to all the killers and hold on, because I can't hear it. Maybe because I don't have headphones on. Oh, where are my headphones? Two ticks. I'll be back in two ticks. Might have to do a quick edit. Back. A hundred dollar billers. Okay, yeah, it's playing. Yeah, say less. Say less. Do you know what's mad? I can't remember why I wanted to play this. <laughs> oh yeah. Because they were scared to come and re-deliver the, the pizza. And I said, and I said, hey. Yo, hey. don't be out to this loot up. What was born, thang? Yeah. Two hundred killers and a hundred dollar billers. What's on the phone? For real. You mean you're not going to be here no more? What? We want pizza, bruh. We want pizza, bruh. Yo, yo, we want pizza, we want pizza, we want pizza. Yeah. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mark comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family. We got no shots to share for all we want those. We want to profile and pose. Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. We you all alone in these streets, cousin. Every man for himself in his land, we be gunning. We want and keep the shows running like they supposed to. Baby. They come around, but they never come close to. I can see it inside your face, you're in the wrong place. Cowards like you just get their whole body laced up with bullet holes and seam up your mind. Cool as things get really in a Scared to look, they shook Cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks Scared to death and scared to look Living the life that is diamonds and guns There's numerous Anyway That was uh 
it wasn't really worth it, but it was fun while it lasted. Anyway, they said I want to wrap up this story now because it's getting it's getting we're getting on a bit. You know what I mean? And uh, so they said we're not delivering to that um estate anymore. We're not delivering to it. We're not delivering to it. We're not delivering to it. Anyway, Ravi said, you know, he went Karen mode before Karen was a thing. He said, what do you mean you're not delivering here? I am a I am a paying customer with legal tender. We knew that word. We knew that phrase because we'd watched Michael McIntyre's um, bit about Scottish money and about legal tender. We have legal tender. How dare you? I want to speak to a supervisor. I want, I want to complain. I want a pizza from your establishment and you're refusing to tend to a customer. Anyway, so did all that, did all that, did all that, right? Somehow they went, you know what? All right, fuck it. We'll um, deliver to this estate. And we said, boom, wicked. They've agreed to deliver to house number nine again. Boom, wicked. Everyone back in positions, back in positions, okay? And then they pull up in a fucking car. Nobody saw this coming. They've pulled up in a car and locked the other pizza in the car. And everyone looked at each other and said, well, that's it then. We've got to steal the car. <laughs> anyway, man, that's Pizzagate. Pizzagate, man. Pulled it off once, never pulled it off again. You know what I mean? It's kind of like foreskin. Um, so, yeah, that's it, man. Episode two, okay? Episode three coming soon. Run up episode one. Run this episode up. When we have guests, that's going to be on my Patreon, okay? We're going to get guests. We're going to dive into their stories and all of that kind of good stuff, you know? I quite like what I did at the beginning of this podcast where I just had a little bit of time to just, you know, speak my mind. Didn't get straight into the story. Teased you a little bit, you know? Tease me, tease me, tease me, tease me, baby. Teased you a little bit. Share this. Subscribe. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. This is it. This is what everyone needs to do. Support, man. Support me. I'll support you. I don't know. I don't know what you guys have got going on, but tell me. I'll support you, man. If you do art, if you do gaming, if you do this, if you do that, if you make socks, if you, you know, do anything. Support me. I'll support you. Subscribe. Rate the podcast. Leave a comment on the podcast. Show your friends. Show your families. You know, and all of that good stuff. And I'll see you on the next episode, man. Peace.